you guys hear who wants to buy the Washington football team? No, who? Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon. Why? He are, Well, he already owns a mansion up there. Okay. He's building Amazon's HQ2, which is this giant campus up in Arlington, like right around the D.C. area. He bought the Washington Post. So now he wants to buy the football team. I mean, what else does he want? I mean, he's making the whole D.C. area his, what, what? Jeff Bezos just bought 10-minute warning. Jeff Bezos bought the podcast? Yeah. That's surprising. Damn it! I don't want to be an Amazon employee. No! Welcome into 10 Minute Warning. I'm Ian. And I'm Harrison. And this is our guest for the week. His name is Clark Palmer. You know him locally on AMFM Radio. He does sports. He does news. What's up? Yeah, that's the whole. I mean, you know, he does a yeah, lot was, of other stuff. But I was gonna say. You could say a little bit more than what's up. Probably. I, I mean, that's probably our fans have waited all week for you. <laughs> oh, haven't they? Yeah. This is the only guest they've gotten this week. I was gonna say, and a little bit of backstory. You guys have tried for how long? We have been trying to get Clark on the podcast for a while because Clark works with us, and he is one of our guys that we usually are always talking sports with. Yeah. The only problem is, is that Clark sleeps. 23 hours of the day. Somebody has to be at work a little bit earlier than the rest of us, yeah, so we usually can't work it out, but we're filming at a different time, trying to make sure we can get Clark in on the podcast to talk about some topics. You know, topics. And you know what? It only took the only quarterback I have ever known in my life getting sent <laughs> away from me. You don't remember I'm, the Dante not, Culpepper years? Oh, I lived through the I lived through the Joe Harrington years, <laughs> the Dante Culpepper years, the John Kitney years. Yeah. Oh, I seen it. Yeah. I've been through it. It almost sounds like you're reading off presidential years from a different country, like a country where I don't quite know the presidential history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've had coup d'etats. <laughs> Justin Trudeau. I, I mean uh, yeah, honestly. All right. So we're gonna play a new game this week to get the podcast started. It's gonna be called the guest picks the topic. I'm going to give Clark three topics. He's going to pick which one we're going to talk about. Ready? Let's do it. Well, one is a cryptic text from Isaiah Wilson, Titans' first-round pick from last year, mm. offensive line. Another is what we talked about in our cold open, Jeff Bezos wanting to buy the Washington football team. And the other is J.J. Watt has received several offers from teams. And we talk about his biggest offer. I would go with J.J. Watt because I okay. feel like he is... Watt wins! All right, J.J. Watt, we'll be sending you your prize package in the mail. Just send yeah. us your address. Yeah. Just send us your address, J.J. Watt. Go ahead. It's an empty check that we need you to fill out. Don't tell him what it is. We're just trying to get his address. Okay, God damn it. All right. So, uh, well, anyways, until we can figure out where he is. Um, J.J. Watt, what is uh, what team should he go to? Uh, I mean... I think you and I have discussed this in length at the office. That yeah, the but they didn't hear it. The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns, to me, are probably the ideal pick. I mean, you have Miles Garrett that can take all the heat. J.J. Yeah. Watt is not going to be the focal point of a defense anymore. No. But if you put him with a young star like Miles Garrett and a secondary that allows time for that pass rush to develop and get into the backfield, I mean, that takes you in the AFC North – over the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
and over the Baltimore Ravens. So I think if I'm Cleveland, J.J. Watt is my number one free agent target. Ben may not want to come back after that. Isn't it kind of weird how the Steelers had this amazing season that kind of ended in flames, and the Browns in that same season sort of emerged as like the darling of the division? They switched roles. Yeah, but like it's so weird that it happened in a year, the same year. You know what I'm saying? Like It almost turned into a yin and yang. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now the Steelers have lost Marquise Pouncey. Or both penalties, I want to say. Well, the other one was on the Chargers. No. Chargers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but now the Cleveland Browns look like they're in prime division. Prime prime division. Prime, uh, prime, prime real, situation. Prime real estate, essentially, in the AFC North. Like, yeah. right on that cusp of being contenders. And they're no longer pretenders. Well, they're already been contenders. They beat the Steelers in the playoffs. You could kind of mm. say that... Baker and Ben have switched places in a sense. A little bit, yeah. Over the last offseason, it was, will Baker be able to do it? Is it is it Baker? Was it the coach? This offseason's huge for the Browns. He has Odell and Jarvis. What's he doing? Mm-hmm. And then it was big. You know, no one talked about Big Ben last offseason. Right. Then all year, you heard about how, wow, this is the Big Ben we saw that won the Super Bowl. Look how yeah. good he is. He's out there slinging it. And even us, we were saying for at least two months, yeah, he looks great. He's actually not limping, so he did look pretty good. Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, people talk about Big Ben like he is garbage. And Baker and the Browns are just this team that won one game, and they are just the anointed ones. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a little hype, too much hype going on. See, really? and if I'm J.J. Yeah. Watt, and th- I'm bringing this back to J.J. Yeah, Watt, yeah. because if I'm J.J. Watt, I've got X amount of years left. Do I really want to risk it on a team like the Browns or the Bills that did it A-time? Or do I want to go to a team that gets that is in the mix every year without me? So I could push them up. So where would you, where would you, if you're the GM of this particular team, where are you? What team are you? Oh, of the team that JJ yeah, should yeah. go to. Yeah, where do you think? I think JJ should go to the Packers. Uh, if the, unless they really lowball him, I think that the Packers are so close. They're so close. They get a couple corners. They get JJ Watt, and I think that they're in the Super Bowl next year. So I don't think the Packers are that close because if they lose Aaron Jones as a running back, that fucks up their whole offense. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, Jamal was no chop liver this year when he got run. He's I mean, he's liver, he's no still. Aaron Jones he's was what Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was top eight. Yeah, so he's pretty good. Jamal Williams, I mean, probably be like thirteen, and they could draft a running back. I mean, you're right, but they're going to lose Aaron Jones. I mean, from what we've seen on Twitter, that seems pretty decided. Yeah, it seems like Aaron Jones wants to just go to Miami. He's like, I'm not going to stay here and freeze and be underappreciated. Yeah. So I, I, I think your point in with the Packers is valid. But if you're going to look at that playoff journey you have to get through, you got to go through the Rams. You got to go through the Bucks. You got to probably go through the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. It's an easier path to an AFC title game than it is the NFC. Yeah, but then you and have to. And I feel that, you know, the Browns, I don't know if the hype, they're overhyped. I think they're right where they need to be where there's still a lot of questions, but there's still a lot of things that you can build on. And, you know, I think Baker really turned a corner under Kevin Stefanski his first time. And, you know, he's got all those weapons and he kind of seems like he's matured a little bit and not like the Hollywood Baker that we saw a couple years ago. See, there's a part of me that if you go to the Browns, you still have the Ravens in that division and you still have the Steelers in that division. Yeah. You're not even, you're not even getting, I mean, they didn't win their division this year. Yeah. So I mean, you're you got to get a wild card to get in. Now there are enough wild cards for the Browns to get one. Yeah. But I don't. I just think that I have him going to the Steelers. Play really? with his brothers. Ooh. 
they have. See, that's another. That's another thing. I mean, he's always being that division that just had a team that almost went sixteen zero. They lost it, or not not sixteen zero. They almost went like twelve and zero. If the Steelers can make some money come out of nowhere with Ben's contract hit, that's the problem. Yeah. Is like what's Ben gonna do? That would be you well. Would so wait the, and see what Ben does. Well, no, no, no. So there was a the statement this morning from uh, the Rooney family saying we've sat down with Ben. We're gonna renegotiate a contract. We both decided that that's yeah. the way to move forward. So it looks like he's staying. He's gonna go in with the Steelers and renegotiate. How much money is he gonna give them back? Has he heard enough of us idiots on the radio and podcast say? That Tom Brady wins a lot because he takes less money. Has he heard that enough to try to just get another ring? I think he has. If you're yeah. Big Ben or Aaron Rodgers, how do you not renegotiate your deal, give them some money, say, get me some talent, and let's do this? Now, I will put this out there, that the Steelers were a different team when that defense was suspect. I mean, they didn't have Devin Bush in the middle. Yeah, They didn't have a couple of key pieces in the secondary. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. kind of made... Big Ben have to win it all by himself. Mm-hmm. Now, when you've seen Big Ben at his peak, it was like the Joey Porter years where they had that stout defense with Palomalu. Now, if you do add a J.J. Watt into that D-line, you get a couple pieces back, He the pressure's all off on him. He's only got to score 24 points a game. Yeah. So I, I, I'm convinced that J.J. Watt will end up in the AFC North, and it's either going to be the Browns, or with his brother. Yeah. These are all pretty good teams. I mean, we'll see where he's going to go. It seemed that his top offer was 15 to $16 million per year. So if you're J.J. Watt, what you could do is you could just take the money. Yeah. I if mean, one of the teams that's offering you the most money is a contender, but you don't think they're necessarily the best contender, do you take that deal? Is he truly focused on wanting to win a championship, or is he focused on? I'm not the most JJ money? Watt. I'm asking you if no. you're JJ Watt. Don't throw it on me. No. <laughs> no, 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 this may be a wild card, but his wife is a women's soccer player in Chicago. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm just you know you never know. Love does wild things to you. I know it's just it's not going to help. I don't He's think not the Bears go from playing in a dome his whole life to. Having to play outside of freezing it, cold. He played in Wisconsin. He's used to the cold. But his, now it's his only offer. Did you say college. his wife? He's married, right? Yeah, yeah, he's married. His his wife would um uh divorce him if he went to the Bears. So yeah. um I think I all right, let's say this. Let me tell you, let me ask you this one, then we'll we'll wrap this subject up. But JJ Watt's thinking about going to one of the teams we mentioned. Yes. But the Bills are sitting there and they are the ones offering fifteen million a year. Is that overpaying for J.J. Watt. I'm just saying that if you're J.J. Watt and you can take a team that people thought might go to the Super Bowl last year with this young quarterback who was, we got to be honest, we want to talk about Baker Mayfield proving it. Nobody believed in Baker until he won a playoff game. I mean, everyone was talking doubt about him. Josh Allen, I mean, they were talking about him like he had replaced plastic, like he replaced fossil fuel. I mean, Josh Allen, I mean, Josh Allen was like GameStop with the stock market. I mean, people couldn't stop talking about it. So I'm just saying if they offer him the most money, Hello, Buffalo. What a fan base. Yeah, and, you and definitely I, want to go And there. if you want to talk about an easy division. I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a way to go. You just have to Miami beat Miami. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, just beat Miami. <laughs> beat Miami. Which is harder than we thought. All right, let's talk about Bezos because it's, it's very interesting that the political dynamic that this situation brings because we don't get political on this podcast. We're not going to take any positions, but we're going to point out some obvious facts that the owner of the Washington football team, Dan Snyder, is a big Trumper, big fan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, There's a lot of jokes when they were picking out names. We made the jokes that he might name them the Washington Trumps. Yep. Uh, Jeff Bezos, I 
you know, doesn't seem to be. <laughs> no. And I honestly with the Washington I, Post especially. Yeah, I honestly think if Bezos were to buy the football team, it'd be good for football in general. Because for years, Dan Snyder I don't think Dan Snyder would sell it to him unless they made him. It'd have to be a Donald it, Sterling it, it situation. Would have to be, yeah, it would have to be that. But you know, I, I think it's good for the NFL if somebody not named Dan Snyder is at the helm. Because for years, Snyder has either shipped away good players and just low-balled everybody, not the most popular owner in the owners' meetings, no. and it's just been like... Now, okay, and that's a valid point. Dan Snyder has a long history of being bad. Yes. Does he get a pass, though, because he now has like the most diverse team staff, like the most no. coach, the most diverse coaching staff. It's a PR stunt. Yeah. No, I don't think Anybody it is. sees through that. I don't yeah. think it is. Jason Wright's the team president. He's okay. African-American. Ron Rivera is a minority head coach. Yes. And they're running the changes, and Dan Snyder's letting so it happen. let me take that back, because it's offensive to say that's a PR stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Very offensive to say that. The female coach, all this stuff. Like, they're the most diverse organization right now. They've gotten rid of their name. I'm just saying that Dan Snyder has at okay, least two years of good press. And it feels like if you were going to force him out, you need to do it when that cheerleader story broke. When the story about the cheerleaders on vacation and the lawsuits came out in the front office where like women were afraid to walk up the stairs because they had a mirror yeah. and they would look up. When that came out, you had to force them out then. Yeah. How do you force them out for that now? Oh, hey, there was a pandemic, so we looked past your sexual assault allegations for your workplace. Well, apparently they're still investigating it. So <laughs> Yeah, that's true. So maybe if uh, Bezos or somebody but comes no, forward it, to buy the team, they just kind of say, oh, look what we just found. And then so, that's how they get rid of him. So let me ask you this. Clark talk. So right. let me ask you this. If FedEx hadn't come in and said, hey, change the name, do you think they changed the name? No. Mm, exactly. No, probably not. Exactly. Yeah. Money talks. As the great Wu-Tang Clan said, cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar yeah. dollar bill, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Long way for the woo. Um, so, no, it was just FedEx told him, we're going to pull the plug. And then it was like, okay, what do you want? I'll just do all this. So, I don't know if it was a PR move. I think he just saw his financial life flash before his eyes. My interesting question is how does Amazon's owner buy the team that's sponsored by FedEx? Oh, I don't know if there's a. I don't think well, it's. Well, yeah, I don't think there's a. Problem is that there. a? D doesn't FedEx? Does FedEx not ship Amazon? No, they all. Who brings it? I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, I'm no, usually what I'm saying my is like, do you think the stadium will then get sponsored by Amazon? No, no, no. I think FedEx has like that deal locked up, and, and I think Bezos is smart enough to know. Yeah. Not to really. And the whole point of and the whole point of like selling the stadium naming rights is to get more money. So if he made his own company buy it instead of another company and he owns the he's not getting yeah. any extra money out of that and, and bezos he, seems pretty good at making money and isn't he yeah. stepping down from the amazon yeah. thing so he, he wouldn't have ability to make uh for people on the podcast i'm doing air quotes he's stepping, yeah, down. stepping down he's going to be on the board now. yeah he's gonna be the but, head of the board yeah. instead yeah. of the guy that does all the work yeah, yeah. <laughs> so even if he does so essentially the washington football team would be a play toy for jeff bezos He's oh. one Papa John's phone call away from being ousted. <laughs> and then I, they bring in his wife, you know, his ex-wife. I, I would love to get to a point in my life where just buying a professional sports team is something I do on a Tuesday. Just like, you know what? I'll buy the Detroit Tigers or yeah. Detroit Lions. Why not? Why are you buying all the Detroit teams? Are they on sale? Yeah. 
I mean, so we haven't brought this up yet, but Clark is a huge Detroit fan. Yes, I mean, yeah, grandmother, grandmother from Detroit, great aunt from Detroit. Are you happy that you're a Detroit fan? Yes, in your life, your whole life, you it, look at it. You are know, you happy that you're a Detroit fan? Because there's times that I'm not happy. I'm an Auburn fan. I mean, and it's been the last ten. You years. and I have had this discussion. <laughs> you, you and I have been there talking about college football. Where yeah. Michigan has broken my heart more times than I can recall. Yes. Auburn has done the same to you. But they've also won my heart a few times. And like Michigan, like Detroit, they have too. But I think it's more rewarding to be with a team, not like jump to like the Jets or yeah. because it's cool. It's Oh, know, nobody can jump teams. Yeah, like you know, if you're a team jumper, you're a piece of shit. You're a scumbag. If you're a team jumper, you Hello, cheat on your wife. Every exactly. Alabama fan. You definitely <laughs> cheat on you definitely cheat on your wife if you're a team jumper, right? Oh yes. But now no. unless you are but you can move. So what do you think about having secondary teams? Yes. So you still watch your team, but you live like say you lived in Charlotte. Yes. So would you still like go to Panthers games and sort of become a bit of a Panthers fan, but go. like not if they played the Lions. See, this is so th- it's interesting because, you know, I am a Tiger fan, I am this, but I also do cover the Nationals. And I do cover the Washington football team. Yeah. I, Same. I, I am a fan of them, but I'm not going to go out and buy Nats gear and all this stuff. Right. So if I did live in Charlotte, yes, I would go to Panther games, but I wouldn't, they wouldn't have my heart. It yeah. would, I would still be thinking about, you know, no, how, I get it. how's Jared Goff doing? How's this? Yeah. So I don't think you can, it's easy to have secondary teams, but there's always that one team that will always be. The Twitter follow. Yeah. It'll be number one. Let's talk about Isaiah Wilson with this cryptic. Yeah, what's going on with that? So Isaiah Wilson was the Titans' first-round pick last year. This was him the other night, okay? okay? February 22nd. I'm done with football as a Titan. No further comments. Doesn't sound very cryptic. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've That's just a, been trying to figure it I, out. I think we got the point. Straight it's on. so cryptic, dude. I can't figure out what it means. <laughs> All right, what's the I bat- wanted to bring you guys in on this so I could figure out what he was talking I about. I think he's getting married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it sounds wife, like he's getting married. His wife is very concerned about his mental health. Yeah. He Well, he quickly deleted the tweet. So uh-huh. do you think it was actually him? Do you think it was like one of his boys fucking around? Do you think it's like... <laughs> well, I mean, he could have gotten hacked. It's happening more and more with athletes. Uh, no, if you get hacked, I now, feel like you come out, out and say he got, got hacked. Yeah. Now, this just has got, response. This has just been swept right under a rug. No, he hasn't put out a response going, yo, I got hacked. My bad. Yo, Nothing Titans. I've seen, no. Yeah. Then, yo, he sent that. <laughs> he sent that. He sent and then he said, he's like, wait, this is a terrible idea. Now, I think a lot what of money. time was that tweet sent out? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. 8.46 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, he sent that tweet. He's in, <laughs> he's in Nashville. It's like before 8 o'clock there. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, it is Nashville, but what day at 8.46 p.m.? Uh, three days ago. So Monday? Yeah, he said. Yeah, there was no yeah, way. There's nothing happening at eight o'clock on a Monday. <laughs> Even in Nashville, like, come on, yeah. like eight p.m. Right? Yeah. I mean, come on, nothing. Eight a.m. Maybe like a traffic accident, or you know, maybe <laughs> Pamela I Anderson like movie a marathon. He was in a car crash and it accidentally typed out that message. Yeah, yeah. and it just like the act, the autocorrect just did it for him. Like, yeah. I saw Tiger Woods driving by and he whoa, whoa, quick. whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Too soon. You start going to funerals and they say he live tweeted his final moments. Yeah. We will now recall those tweets. I'm officially done as the Titans, literally. <laughs> what would your last tweet be? The last tweet was the last tweet was, oh man, that truck is getting pretty big. Oh, 
Maybe we should have read these in the other order. We shouldn't have started with the last Good one. Good God. <laughs> That's really where civilization's heading. So I don't know, but uh, if the Titans lose their offensive tackle, their highly drafted offensive tackle, that's not good. <laughs> no, no, it's not great. I'd call that bad, especially for a Derrick Henry run team. <laughs> yeah, that they runs to his side. Like, all, yeah. If it's not Taylor Lewan, it's going to be him. Yeah. Oh, hey, we lost our offensive coordinator. Now we've lost our offensive line. Welcome to Nashville. <laughs> how is it going um let's Nash talk Vegas. about let's talk about carson wentz a little bit more oh god um okay. how how he landed in the absolute perfect spot and i called it yes okay so clark everyone did call it yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if everybody called it. yeah everyone was saying the cold no i mean i said the i'll i'll own up to this i wanted it to be the bears i thought the bears would be a better story because nick Foles. yeah just yeah. for nick Foles. yeah <laughs> We, I'm we no horse get. of the race. I'm I'm rooting for interesting. Okay. And him going to the Colts was kind of blah. But anyway, the thing about Carson Wentz that I think is most interesting for our 10-minute warning audience compared to, you know, ESPN's going to do all of the, uh, oh, this works great, Frank Reich, and, you know, yeah. Carson Wentz were actually separated at birth, and they love each other, and they actually can connect each other's thoughts and don't even need the helmet, that crazy stuff. Yeah. Here's what I thought was interesting. Uh, Colts wide receiver going into his second year, Michael Pittman, told TMZ he won't give up his number 11 to Carson Wentz. He saw how locked in I was to 11, and he was like, that's cool, bro. I'm probably going to switch anyway. You know who did get their number when they changed teams? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. You know who won a Super Bowl? Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Michael Pittman, they asked him again, anything that could change that? I'm 11. I don't think there's any deal that's going to be done. That's kind of insulting in a little bit of a way. Insulting. Like, hey, I'm not changing my number for you. You're yo, not good enough for me to change my number. How fast did Godwin give up 12 to Brady? The next day. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Well, first of all, let's not put Carson Wentz on with – you know, Carson Wentz has a, a Super Bowl ring, but not the way Tom Brady has Super Bowl rings. Okay, yeah. but – Carson Wentz got his as a from, from a stretcher. Yeah. <laughs> now, I – so – in on PLY on Saturdays, there's this uh, show with the Philadelphia Philadelphia Talking Head, and he has alluded to the fact that Carson Wentz is not a great teammate. So this is maybe par for the course. Are you saying a spoiled white kid from North Dakota is a bad teammate? Yeah, <laughs> six five. Where if you're alive, you're either poor in a well, desolate wasteland, or you got rich oil money. Isn't yeah. he from like North Dakota? Yeah, also? he's from North Dakota. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's either got he's either got nothing or everything, right? Yeah. I mean, why the hell else are you in Dakota? Any of the Dakotas? I mean, it's nice out there. Any people named Dakota? Don't get <laughs> Yo, inside of shout Dakota. Shout out to the Dakotas. Love you. But I bring this up to also point out. Uh, I think it brings up an interesting fact. Who do you think the Colts' best wide receiver is? Is Michael Pittman their number one? I think it's either him or Zach Pascal. I don't think they have a number one. No. It's Pittman. It's like a it's Pittman. It's like one. It's Pittman one or a, Pascal, but yeah. Pascal's one a and hurt. One B, yeah. yeah. Right, but which one do you think is better if you had to pick one? Pitt, I mean Pittman. Pitt, well, because Pittman was in the playoff game. Pascal was hurt. So he hasn't played no, the last but half even, of the year. Even before the playoff game, it was like Michael Pittman. I mean, Pittman. you had you had a front row seat as a Michigan fan yeah. to Pascal back when he was in school, right? Yeah. He's pretty good. But yeah, Pittman's I mean, all right. But Pittman's more of the get up and grab it guy, right? I mean, he's the guy yeah. that's going to get up and grab the ball. So I think yeah. Pittman's the number one wide receiver for Carson. Throws it near a defender. Wins. Now I will say, <laughs> aside from the Frank Reich, you know, Heavenly Father, blessed be. Yeah. He landed in probably the best situation he probably could with the best offensive line in football. 
with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, oh, come on. Two years ago. No, yeah. but that's a pretty good offense. It's still pretty good. Offense. It's still pretty good, but they lost a couple. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah, Phillip Rivers was was okay. Not hit, not hit as much. Yeah, he was a lot better off. If Carson Wentz can't look good here, he's not going to look good. No, here. honestly, no. No, fair point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is his best chance, and I think that uh, it'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. What would what would uh, the GM? What would Chris Ballard do if Wentz just dives? Do you keep Frank Reich? Or you get rid of him and Wentz. You just get rid of Wentz. You no, get Frank, Frank Reich, Reich is a too, too, base third too year. Important. No playoff wins. Yeah, but you got to give him a chance with Wentz. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, what he did with Philip Rivers is pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. he took Rivers. He took who, a Hall of Fame quarterback and let him play. Who was cast aside as a old man that wasn't going to be nothing, and then he yeah, turned in. All right, he got kicked out of the Chargers, but he still was putting up numbers when he was there. He just was not when he when he could get protection. I don't know. As someone who had to, could get protection. as someone who's had to watch Philip Rivers torment me for basically my entire life, Philip Rivers can just freaking ball. Fixing Carson Wentz is a job. Allowing yeah. allowing Philip Rivers time to throw a ball is just basic football I, that the Chargers could I, not do for two or three years. I'm from the sense that there's nothing to fix with Carson Wentz. Really? Yeah. I think it was all about the offensive line. I think it was a terrible offense in Philadelphia. A terrible head coach that just or may not be a terrible head coach, but he just did not gel with that system, with that team. That was me booing. Boo you. Yeah. Doug Peterson over Wentz. I'm Team Peterson. Oh, yeah. Doug Peterson definitely over Wentz. But I think Wentz has the ability. He looked good every single year except for last year. I will say that Frank Reich was the brains of that operation. Yeah. And when he left for It went downhill. It went downhill because Uh, Peterson is not as talented as a coach. I disagree. I think Peterson's a good head coach. I think that Reich might have been keeping the offense going, but I think it had more to do with uh, tight end disagreements, offensive line inconsistencies, and the inability of Howie Roseman to ever draft the correct wide receiver. I will, gi- I will give you the last one. The I will give you the last one. one. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm just one. saying there's a lot of factors, and it's really easy after the Eagles aren't winning a Super Bowl to say, you know, but, I, you know, Carson Wentz hasn't shown me any more than Peterson to think that Frank Reich is the guy. Oh, so, okay, are we saying that if Carson Wentz goes to the Colts and all of a sudden he's like top five, top if he's a top five quarterback with the Colts, does that mean, okay, 100% it was Frank Reich? Well, like we've alluded to, there was not really much to fix with Wentz to begin with. It yeah. was – Needed an offensive line that could keep him upright. Right. At least a couple of receivers who could catch. Yeah. And a coach that puts him in positions where he can. Well, do the Colts. Well, so that brings you right back to my other point of who's the Colts' best wide receiver to help him do it? Pittman. Pittman. Yeah. See, so he's got Pittman, who won't share his number with him. And then he's got (laughs) Pascal, who's a burner. He's going to need some. uh, Carson Wentz needs somebody in the middle. Yeah. Pittman won't share his number, so Carson Wentz probably won't share the ball with him. Oh, I better write that down for fantasy. Yeah. I better write that down. <laughs> it comes full circle. I don't know. It's like the uh, it's like the Brady Belichick argument. Like yeah. I think Brady has definitely Ooh. proved that it wasn't Belichick helping him win. I get that. Yeah. But I don't think Brady has disproved that Belichick's a great coach. I think some people are acting like Belichick is just chopped liver now, and I think that's kind of silly. No, I mean, it obviously takes coaching to get to Super Bowls. He had to coach every single other player. I mean, and he coached great defenses for other teams before Brady was in college. Yeah, Lawrence Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. It's Lawrence Taylor. 
that's a name to drop in a football conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he, yeah, he, I coach he drops Lawrence Taylor. Name. What up? <laughs> All right. I think we want to. Clark's, Clark's brought us a game we're going to do. Oh, yeah. God. So he's going to explain it to so, us. So, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, hello out there in podcast land. Uh, a little backstory. Now, for the NFL draft, there are certain names that are a little hard to pronounce. Roger Goodell has to pronounce them. So, in honor of draft day, we're going to play How You Say This. <laughs> so, I will be showing the gentleman. That's the, that's the intro music. Oh, that we was... We don't have intro music. Yeah. Well, because it's the only time we're playing so, it. I know. Do you want me to do an intro song for you? No. How you say this? With Clark Palmer. Actually, that wasn't bad. All right. So, we have a list of names. Some easy, and then some that are not easy. So, the first one... Let's show... Oh, okay, okay. Can you, All right. can you see it, Harrison? All right. I can see it. Harrison goes first, and I'll go second. Why do I have to go first? You go first. Okay. I always answer the trivia. This will be the easiest one first, you sucker. Wide receiver Rondale Moore from Purdue. Rondale? Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore. Is that correct? Both of you. You got to hold it up there. I'll go first next time. We'll alternate. Here, I'll do the buttons. All right. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Aziz Ojulari. Oh, sorry, huh? It's an Ojulari. Edge, it's an edge rusher from Georgia. Are these current players? Uh, no, they're about to be drafted. Okay, okay. So these, so these are players coming in the draft right now. Yes. Okay, so this is a Georgia edge rusher coming in. What did you say the name was? Aziz Ojulari. I'm gonna go with Aziz Ojulari. You. That's me, Harrison. Nice. You got to do this part. All right, so, all right, so just so podcast people heard that, I was wrong. He was right. right. Yeah. I was really taking a guess just so I had a different answer than Harrison, to be fair. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, we'll, we'll see. All right, this all right, is kinda... I'm, full disclosure, and Clark knows this from firsthand experience, I am the single worst pronouncer of names. I'm so bad at it. I'm terrible at names. And so this is why we did this. Yeah, this is why he picked the game, because he knows I'm going to do terrible. All right, here we go. This is a offensive tackle, tackle from Texas. Samuel Cosme. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah that's an easy one. Yeah. yeah, I got one. All right. If, oh. you, if you don't get this one. This one's Harrison's, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, didn't, he didn't even do that oh, one. So well, let yeah. Harrison do this one. I still don't know, and I've been talking about him nonstop. Oh, I know. This, this is this is the offensive tackle from Oregon who is about to be drafted possibly in the top five if you hopefully, believe any mock drafts. Hime Seawall. What? What? Everyone Sewell. online? Sewell. Pene Sewell. 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 Pene right. Sewell, is that right? Yeah. Yay! Now, I looked like I got it. Now, Ian, <laughs> this is yours oh, and no. my, per- my dad's favorite Notre Dame player oh no oh no linebacker from notre dame linebacker for, oh my gosh <laughs> you have said this name for- i say this name all the time and i don't know if i can ever remember it jeremiah awusakoromoa my god he's a brilliant man yay 
I'm winning because I've been watching. I've just been reading too many mock drafts. I can't stop reading mock drafts. And that's also because my dad is a Notre Dame fan, so I grew up with Jeremiah Wusu koromoa And <laughs> if he ends up in Detroit, that's all. Now, Harrison, I do apologize for this one okay. that he got that one. Yes. We have cornerback from Syracuse. Oh, yeah. Cornerback from Syracuse. Can I see it? Yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter. There's not like the pronunciation below it. I wish. What's a pronunciation? Ifetu Melifonwu. Well done. Well done. Is that sir. exactly how you say it? Yeah. Wow. Melifonwu. Wow. We're doing way better at this than you do at trivia. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not good at trivia. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Keep laughing. I got you, him man. to agree immediately, though. That was great. He was like, yeah, wait a minute. All right. <laughs> All right. So we have a DN from UCLA. Okay. Oh, sh- <laughs> That is a lot of consonants. <laughs> Are there any vowels? Oh, there's a couple. Okay. Would you like to buy a vowel? I don't I don't know if I could use any more letters. It, it looks, looks like, like you have to like mix the word back it, into the correct yeah. like word. <laughs> it looks like I had a sh- I like I ch- I choked or something and my scrabble pieces got all mixed up. Yeah. Osa Adigawazua. I'm going to go with that, but yeah, yeah, you might as well. <laughs> I feel yes. like we're just automatically getting them right, because Clark forgot to write for- I think he forgot to write. I think he forgot to write all the, pronunci- the correct pronunciation, so he doesn't well, know for getting co- it right. A lot of these I do. All right, so for the last one, this one is personal to me in the Big Ten. Okay. Now, the first name should be okay for all of you. Now, both of you. This is wide receiver from Illinois. Oh... And I know this name, so I know if you guys are full of shit. Oh, f- you go. I mean, is the first name a trick? No, no, no. The he, first he name, said the first you na- know the first name. Yeah, okay. the first name is on the up and up. Josh Imatorhebehebe. Why do I get so many buzzes? It's fun. It's not, it's not fun all to right, hit it All once. right, big man. All right, big man. Let's see if you got it. Josh Imator. Hey, Bebby. You were really close. Oh, I was close. Can I see that real quick? Yeah, hold on, do it. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> hey. so the correct pronunciation is Josh Amantor Bebe. Amantor Bebe. Amantor Bebe. Hey, Bebe. Hey, Bebe. Guys, what happened to Bebe? Amantor Bebe. So, yeah, so congratulations. Just pronounce a name. I swear. Yeah. I hope Josh. I hope Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa goes to the Broncos. So then, and I'm gonna get you a jersey. JOK baby. And yeah. I'm gonna get you a jersey. Uh, Wusu Koromoa jersey. Just get him the jersey T-shirt. That's a lot of money. He can yeah, be yeah. You're right. You're right. He's not. Yeah. All right. I got one more topic to close out the podcast. All right. Okay. And it's uh, it's been the theme of the episode. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. How do you say his name? Because there's a couple of different pronunciations going on out there, and I'm kind of curious which one everyone else is going with. Like, do you say Bezos? Bezos. You say Bezos? Bezos. So we all say Bezos, right? But Colin Cowherd says (laughs) Bezos. He says Bezos. Bezos. Jeff Bezos. And he says it confidently all the time. It comes up in a lot of his mind, and he says it all the time. Jeff Bezos. I've actually heard Jeff Bezos from some of the uh, news mm-hmm. readers that are on like out of New York and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
I will, I will say he's rich and he probably doesn't give a shit how his name is pronounced because no. he makes more money than I will ever see in my life. Yeah. So, yes. I couldn't even, it, I would die before I counted that high. Yo, his, <laughs> yo, he got divorced that. and was still the richest man in the world. And his wife became the second richest woman in the world. Damn. And she's spending all of her money, and it will take her years before she's even close to being done. If you figure out a way for people to shop even easier than Amazon, we could be richer than him. And we don't have to do this podcast in the basement. No, definitely. We'd keep the podcast. You got stay, to stay true to your roots. Yeah. This is a perfect oh, place please. for doing the podcast. Yeah. What are you talking about? This is our choice. We had studios. We had so many places we could go. We Sound had Jeff stages. Bezos' house. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. I mean, when he which bought, one after that first, <laughs> after the first bit when he bought this podcast, we got so many places. But we said, "Hey, listen, Beezy, could we call you Beezy?" He said no. So then I said, "Listen, <laughs> Beezy, we are not going to sell out that way. We will take your money, but we are going to spend it and live the same life. Yep, just with doper cars." Now ask him if you can unionize. Oh, you might have to. Cu- you, might have, you might have to cut that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, as long as nobody hears peeing in a water bottle, then I think we're the best Amazon employees. <laughs> this is the best working conditions Amazon has right now. Love you, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. This podcast is in no way affiliated with Jeff Bezos. I feel like that was important. We wish. Yeah. We there's wish a we bunch did. of sponsorship from Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Oh, there is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Never mind. He just wanted us to say I mean, his name you, the whole time. Who do you think delivered the mugs, boys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> FedEx or Amazon? Who was it? <laughs> who brings these packages? I just want to know. Don't is it a helicopter? UPS. Don't forget UPS. Is it UPS? Could be. If you work for FedEx or UPS, can you tell us if it's one or both of you bringing Amazon packages? For the majority? No, it's the post office. What? Yeah. Jeff Bezos can't support the post office. He does. Is he trying to tell me that the government-run delivery service is better than those independent businesses? And maybe government regulation for such businesses like his? Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're deviating into some <laughs> yeah. deep, deep water. I'm just saying that's something he would never agree with, I yeah. feel like. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. I think it is the post office. Yeah, it is. So that's if you why were... they're open on Sunday now. The post office? Well, that's why they deliver on Sunday now. They what? You get mail on Sunday? You you get Amazon packages. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I've never gotten anything on a Sunday. You can. You, I mean, That's because you're busy watching college stuff. But. No, I mean I order stuff, but it just never counts Sunday or Saturday as really days. Order something on a Friday. Yeah, it gets there on like Monday. It gets there on Sunday. Really? Yeah. All right, I got to order. Well, I guess I got to order something on Amazon tomorrow. A Jeremiah yeah. Wusu Koromoa jersey. They don't sell those on Amazon, do they? They will after he gets drafted. We got to stop talking about Amazon. I'm Ian. I'm Harrison. I'm Clark. I'll never be on this podcast again. And we're out.